Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I asked uh, folks earlier how you would spend your stimulus check. There is the a likelihood, or there's a possibility, I should say, that the government will be cutting another round of stimulus checks. This conversation started some time ago where uh, Leader McConnell said that throughout the month of June, Congress and others would be monitoring the economic progress of our nation as we continue to endure this pandemic. And he said that it was likely that there would be another and final uh, stimulus package put together. The details were very sparse. We got very little from Leader McConnell last month when he shared the information of a possible pending stimulus package to come. Well, yesterday, uh, that changed. We got a little bit more information this time from President Trump as he granted an interview there at the White House. He was asked by a Scripps reporter if there would, in fact, be another round of checks, stimulus checks, uh, not, not delivered to businesses, not delivered to states or municipalities, but, again, directly to Americans, as we received before, $1,200 if you qualified into your checking account or in the mail, in your mailbox. And so I asked the question, what would you do with a second round? And let me just share some of the responses. Um, Here's one with three exclamation points. This is a big deal. One, okay, that's fine. Two, wow, easy. Three, that means you're serious. Three exclamation points here. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. And I hear the rates are good right now. Uh, Vegas would uh, would be very welcoming of your stimulus dollars. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, next one here. This is interesting. This is an interesting point here. I would most likely donate to my friend who lives in New York City who has still not gone back to work. I am so glad that that was uh, one of the responses. It means uh, uh, that there still is some hope left for humanity. No, that's a, maybe an overstatement there. But we have, on occasion, as the first round of stimulus checks were being cut, uh, I did have occasion to speak with a few economists and smart people when it comes to money, and I asked if they were to hand out advice to Americans when looking for ways to wisely spend their stimulus money, these checks, with the intention of of restarting the economy, or contributing to the health of our economy, the answer I got almost universally was to, if you find yourself in the position to do so economically, share that money with others. Look into your uh, personal family circle. Maybe it's a child. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's a, a sibling or a grandparent. And if they're in need, if they may not be yet back to work, or if this pandemic has struck them financially in such a way where they're in some real need, uh, help them out. Help them out. I've seen a number of individuals uh, do just that, and it's an inspiring thing. And it's a difficult thing, right? You get a, a big chunk of new money, <laughs> and you're encouraged to just go out and spend it, stimulate the economy. Yeah, you might be pretty tempted to buy yourself a new watch uh, or maybe a, a new set of tires for the car or something. Things that you could put off. Things that you could 
save up yourself with your earned money and buy. Now, it's, it's heartwarming to hear these tales and to see uh, these types of suggestions, donating to a friend or a family member. What else? Oh, uh, this, this, this texter here said they'd help it to, uh, they'd use that money to fix their Suburban. All right, good luck there. Good luck there. This one says, because of putting the first stimulus check towards paying down credit card debt, we're thinking about putting uh, another one towards a car. That's very practical. Very good. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. I'm still curious how you might spend a second stimulus check. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear what your plans may be. Uh, and now I know I put a little bit of a guilt trip on you there <laughs> where now you're, you're thinking, oh, maybe I don't need a TV. Maybe I do need to see how cousin so-and-so is faring and send my money that way. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I'll tell you what. Forget them. If, if you didn't have to, to take care of family, I'll, ma I'll make it easier for you. I'll remove the guilt from this. If you didn't have to take care of family, how would you spend your uh, stimulus dollars? Let's say it's another $1,200. Anyway, uh, while you're thinking about that, let me move on to another topic. This one comes from uh, a tweet sent out by the president just yesterday as the day was winding down. This one in all caps. Now, I, I know the president has a, uh, how can I put this? a unique relationship with, uh, with grammar and typographical stylings. How was that? Yeah, that was as non-offensive as I can come up with. <laughs> well, this one, this one uh, yesterday by the president is all caps. Every single character of this tweet uh, is capitalized. It reads, rigged 2020 election, colon. Millions of mail-in ballots will be printed by foreign countries and others. It will be the scandal of our times. He may have forgotten about the impeachment proceedings. He may have forgotten about Ukraine. And also, how do you define our times? I don't know. Uh, interesting. His claim here is that millions of mail-in ballots will be printed by foreign countries and others. It will be the scandal of our times. I'd hope to hear from some of uh, Utah's federal delegation on this. We've reached out uh, unavailable or on a plane or who knows what. Everyone's got their excuse. Uh, weren't able to connect, and I uh, lament that fact because this is a, an important thing, and it's, I think, something that needs to be nipped in the bud. There are those who are looking at comments like this being made by the president and speculating that he may be laying the groundwork for what could come should he not be victorious in the November election. We here in the United States are different and special because we have for so many uh, decades now, we have demonstrated what it means for there to be a peaceful transition of power. Do you read tweets like this from the president and think, oh, maybe he uh, is looking forward to a time where he may not be victorious in the Electoral College or the popular vote and make some claims that he ought not surrender the White House? I sure hope not. I know that's doomsday type stuff. That is uh, the, the stuff you find in like a John Grisham novel and such like that in the movies. I, I think there is much evidence against this. But because, but because these conversations are happening, and they're happening in places uh, you know, beyond, beyond our kitchen tables, 
they're, they're happening in Congress. There are members of Congress who are talking along these lines. I think it uh, warrants a, a little bit of speculation and a little bit of understanding and certainly uh, some analysis. So in addition to what you think about uh, how you'll be spending your stimulus check, would you also send me a text and tell me what you think about this? Do mail-in ballots make you nervous? We've got it figured out here in Utah. How about elsewhere? 57500, Utah Community Credit Union text line. Quick break. When we return, uh, you know that tactic of independent voters and Democrats and such surrendering their party affiliation and joining the Republican Party here in Utah to participate in the primary? Well, the numbers are in, and it might be happening. I'll share with you the details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.